I want to speak to you this morning about the altar of prayer. And as we go into this topic, I, uh, it's a burden in my spirit because the Lord took me into the spirit on various occasions over this last couple of days. And, and I want us to understand that God wants to establish an altar. You have to understand what is an altar. An altar is a place of commerce. An altar is a place of exchange. An altar is a place where heaven and earth meets. It is a place where God sets the record straight between heaven and earth. And I want us to understand, we, as we sit here this morning, we are altars. As I'm standing here, this is called an altar. It's not a stage because I'm not a, a comedian, nor am I a star. I am a son, and this makes it an altar. Are you there? Before me went a father. He paid blood. Before him went other people. And so you have to understand that this is an altar. Then I want you to understand this morning that as I was looking into this, the Lord said to me, Gibber, I want you to let the people understand. Because as I was, yesterday as I was, as I was praying and during this whole week, I have a burning, a burn in, uh, how can I say, I've got a yearning in my heart for my country. I'm yearning for South Africa. I'm saying, Lord, have mercy on South Africa, please. And as I was praying, I was, Lord, what is, Lord, why, Lord? And I was calling on the name of God. I was like, Jesus, speak to me, please. What is happening in our country? And the Lord said to me, and, I, and I, I want us to be clear on this, guys, is that we, the church, we have to rise up like never before in this hour. This is the hour of the church. And we have to rise up. You know, we cannot throw God out of our schools. We cannot go throw God out of our universities. We cannot throw God out and think it's going to go well of us. No, we need God in the schools. We need God in our universities. We need Him. He is the only one that can help. Are you there? We cannot have secret alliances with the devil on top and think that there's a God that's going to permit this. I tell you, He won't. God wants to destroy the agreements made in this country because God wants to save this nation. I am sorry to say, but I still believe that God has a plan with South Africa and that plan is a plan of hope, that plan is a plan of life, that plan is a plan of peace. But He wants an altar. He wants His altar back. Are you there? He wants His altar back. And as I was taken into the Spirit, the Lord showed me um, how there was, there was many things and I'll tell you about that as we go this morning. And we're going to pray together this morning into many of these things. The Bible says in Ephesians 6 verse number 18, the Bible says, praying always of all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereto, thereunto, with all perseverance and, and supplication for all the saints. I want you to see that praying always, the word praying always there is not every minute of the day, it means persistent prayer. We have to pray persistently. The Bible said pray persistently with all types of prayer and supplication. Where unto? With perseverance. Sometimes you have to persevere. You have to knock. The Bible says that door cannot stay closed. It has to go open. Then as I was looking at this, the Spirit of the Lord woke me up this morning of the Scripture, Matthew 5, 23, and it says this, So if you are offering your gift at the altar, and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift before the altar. First be reconciled to your brother, then come and offer your gift. And when the Lord said this to me this morning, He said to this, on many of my people, they are in disagreement with their brothers and their sisters. Their gifts unto my altar means nothing to me because I came to reconcile and not to destroy. 
I want you to understand the spirit of poverty sometimes come into people's lives and it remains there because people have hearts that are divided before the Lord. The Lord wants one heart before Him. Are you there? Are you with me? We are not permitted. I want to be very clear on this fact. As a Christian, you are not permitted to carry unforgiveness, offense or bitterness in your heart and think you are okay with God. God has forgiven us of everything. We are not entitled to hold people to their sins. We hold them to forgiveness. Oh, hallelujah. You set people free and you let them go. You don't let them stay free in your head, nor let them stay free in your heart, nor let them stay free in your life because that devil will kill your destiny. It will kill your life and it will take everything that there is. You let them go. Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. Are you there? Come on, say amen to that. So what is prayer? Prayer is a petitioning to a superior. Prayer means that there's a government that is higher than us. Prayer means that there's a, there's a government established by Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter number six, uh, chapter number nine, verse number six, upon his shoulders rests the government. And at this government, there will be no end. This government will crush any other government. I want you to understand that. It's on the government of Jesus, rest, or the government of God rests upon the shoulders of Jesus. And so I want you to understand what is prayer. And we're going to deal with certain things this morning prophetically. The Bible said, the Lord said this to me yesterday. You pray therefore, your prayer therefore has to go to a government. This government has given you promises. This promises gives you rights. So when you pray, when you go to God, when you go to the Father, you have to understand you do so based on the promises that that government gave, which gives you rights. Come on, are you there? Are you with me? Just want to read for you. Hence you pray to access the promises based on the government's intentions. Can I say that again? Hence you pray to access the promises based on the government's intentions. Prayer, please listen to me. Prayer is not telling God what is wrong. Prayer is telling God what He promised. Oh, hallelujah. Can I get an amen here? Let me say it again. Prayer is not telling God what is wrong. Prayer is what it tells Him what He promised. Because there's a government. This government is represented by a king. This king has given us a word. And when we go to the Father, we go to the Father based on the king's word. Because the king's word gave us a promise. And on that promise we stand. Come on, are you with me? Does it make sense? And so you have to understand God God is a watcher over His Word. Jeremiah chapter number 1 verse number 12 says as God watches over His Word. He doesn't watch over your opinion. He doesn't watch over what some said or He said. He watches over His Word. And as I was in prayer for this church about this topic this morning, the Lord took me into a vision. And as the Spirit of the Lord took me into a vision, God started to show me how there was tongues that rose up in condemnation, in exaltation, and in gossip, slandering, backbiting against the people of God. I saw tongues, all tongues that were raising up and I saw and said to the Lord, Lord, what is this that I see? What are these tongues that are so old against the people of God? And then the Lord said to me, these are tongues that spoken against my people. Listen to me carefully. And because these tongues are alive, because you have to understand that there's a voice that can speak against you. The Lord said to me, because these tongues are alive, what happens is the people lower their standard. 
Let me help you. There are doctors here this morning that are not doctors because somebody said you're bad in mathematics. There are lawyers here that are not lawyers because somebody's ridiculed you somewhere along the line. There are marriages here that are unwhole because a mom and a dad broke that marriage down long before it could ever start. There are sons and daughters in this place seated here. You walk with a spirit of rejection because somebody didn't approve of you. Those are tongues of condemnation and God wants to tear them down. God wants to break those tongues down because God wants to lift the standard. Come on guys. God wants to lift the standard off you in this day because you are not what some say. You are what the Lord has said over your life. And in this day, there will be an eviction notice in this place that every devil that has spoken and every person that was used by whatever spirit except by the Holy Spirit, those things will lift out of people's lives in this day. Blessed be the name. And as I, I became angry in the spirit as the Lord showed me these things because I saw people's destinies being cut short. There are spirits assigned to cut people's destinies short. It's called the murder of the purpose. There are spirits that are assigned, they kill off people's destinies because people rise up in condemnation and, and conviction. Listen, it's not our job, Christians, to condemn. It is our, our job to be convicted by the Holy Spirit. Are you there? There's no more judgment in God. God says the judgment is given to the Son. The Son judges all things. Come on, are you okay? So we go to the Father. Please listen to me very carefully. We go to the Father based upon Jesus. Every prayer that is not connected to an altar is just wishful thinking. I'll say that again. Every prayer that is not connected to an altar is wishful thinking. What does it mean? It means the following. Unless your prayer is connected to the cross of Jesus Christ, which was an altar between heaven and earth, unless you go that way, you cannot be answered by God. Because you cannot represent yourself in the heavens. Your good works cannot represent you. Your flesh cannot represent you. Uh, let me use an example. What is the big difference between us and Job? Job had no mediator. He had no advocate. He had nobody that could stand on his stead and on his behalf. He was alone and as the enemy attacked him, uh, and by the way, why did the enemy attack Job? Because God bragged about Job. And then the enemy started to attack Job, but Job didn't have an advocate. You and I have an advocate. We have a representation in the heavens. His name is Jesus Christ. So every accusation, listen to me carefully because we have to get this. Every accusation that is raised against you first is raised against the master. Oh, that should be a revelation for some of you. It's power what I'm saying. The Lord said to me that yesterday as I was, well, on Friday already. He says, prayer again is not telling God what is wrong. It tells Him what is promised. And then as I was, as I was, as I was praying and going into the spirit of this, the Lord said this to me. He said, many prayer altars are ineffective as the people praying has mixed it to foreign alliances. I'll say it again. Many prayer altars are ineffective as the people has mixed it to foreign alliances. And then the Lord, I put it in inverted commas. The Lord said, double-tongued minds and double-minded men will receive nothing from me. Double-tongued double minds and double-tongued hearts will receive nothing from me. The Lord said to me, this is as idol worship before me. Are you there? 
I want us to, I want you to understand this. The Bible makes it very clear. And as I was, and I said, that's why I'm going to tell you various things today. As yesterday, the Lord spoke to me about this nation. And as I looked upon the nation, I saw two tongues. And as I looked upon these two tongues, the one of the tongue had a note on. The other tongue had poison dripping from it. And as I looked upon the tongue, I heard the Lord say to me, these are the tongues of people that on the one tongue they want to praise me, but on the other tongue they are condemning their own country. I cannot help them in their country if they condemn their nation. They have to worship me as the Lord their God. They have to humble themselves. And if they humble themselves and call out to me, I will heal the land. But that's the condition. Humility is the condition for a heavenly intervention. Come on, are you guys with me? Humility is the bedrock for heaven to intervene. Unless the people humble themselves, and it's not being about being spiritual. It's about doing what is right in spiritual protocol. There is laws established by God. And the first law for God to answer your prayer is humility. Unless you humble yourself, God cannot answer you. And that counts for many things. If you are arrogant in your heart, if you are proudful in your heart, if you are stubborn in your heart, God cannot answer a prayer like that. It is the humble of heart that God answers. It is the contrite of spirit that He answers. And it's the broken that He answers. I can tell you, the Bible makes it clear. He says, the Bible says the broken heart and the contrite spirit can ascend the heel of the Lord. There's only two. The Lord says there's only two places I dwell. Please listen to me very clearly. There's only two places the Lord dwells. The Lord says I dwell on the highest heights. Then the Lord says I dwell over the broken. Two places. Unless you're broken, you can't be dwelling with God. And unless you're holy, you can't ascend the heel of the Lord. Hallelujah. So I want us to understand. The Lord said to me, many prayer altars are ineffective as the people are praying has mixed it with foreign alliances. In South Africa, we've mixed things. We cannot mix things. As the Christians this morning, we cannot mix things. There's one God. I might become unpopular for saying this, but there's one God. I cannot serve God and. It's not Jesus plus, it's Jesus. Come on, church. It's Jesus. I serve Jesus. If I don't serve Jesus, then you're not serving Jesus. Then you're going to hell. If I serve Jesus, then serve Jesus. But you can't serve Jesus and alcohol. You can't serve Jesus and drugs. You can't serve Jesus and pornography. I'm sorry, it's not judgmental. But there has to be something in your heart that says, I serve Jesus. God requires holiness. Power will come from heaven if the people humble themselves and become a holy people. Oh, hallelujah. You see, God, I want you to understand, God's Spirit entered this world through agreement of man. God understands, and I, and I don't want to stay long on this. I'll teach you another day on this. God understands that He needs a man to agree with Him before He can move on the planet. God could come as a Spirit. God is a Spirit. But in wanted agreement with a man, even the celestial beings, the angels understand this law. God will do nothing on the earth unless He does it by a man. I'll say it again. God will do nothing on the earth unless He does it by a man. The angels understand the territories and the laws given to man and to themselves. That's why the angel Gabriel, when, he wants, when God wants to save um, the, the Gentiles, the angel Gabriel comes to Cornelius and he says, Cornelius, go get Peter. 
because I cannot preach to you the gospel. No angel can preach the gospel. It's not given to them. The Bible says the gospel is a mystery unto angels because man will judge the angels. Come on, let's correct that. Are you with me? That's why the angel Gabriel goes and look for Peter. It says, Peter, you must come. But I want you to see, it was another man that opened up the heavens. His name was Cornelius. Cornelius by his prayer and his arms opened up the heavens. What is his arms? It's giving. His prayer and his giving opened up the heavens. So the angel of the Lord descended. In other words, Cornelius' prayers and arms was so heavily before the Lord that a heavenly portal went open and the angel had to descend and the word of the Lord could spread. Oh, hallelujah. May you be the agent that opens up the uh, surrounding, a suburb, a city for your God. May you be the person that is so extravagant in your giving and in your prayer that God can send help to you, that you become the carrier of light and love and hope. Oh, hallelujah. Ah, you must excuse my passion, but I, I, I want to deal with this, this devil. And as I was looking into the Spirit, what happened was, as I was looking into the Spirit, the Lord showed me, I saw tongues running everywhere. All tongues. And then I saw these tongues going into the feet of people. And as these tongues went into the feet of people, you have to understand, gossip is, gossip is character assassination. If you gossip about somebody, you are assassinating their character in the spirit. And God will not hold you as a judge unaccountable for what you've judged. He says, have mercy for I have mercy. For what measure you use will be measured against you. Even your thoughts is known before the Lord. Ezekiel chapter number 8, you can go and study it. In Ezekiel chapter number 8, God says to Ezekiel, Ezekiel, uh, go deeper, open up the, the door. He opens up the door. He says, go deeper. And Ezekiel goes deeper in Ezekiel chapter number 8. Let me read this for you. It's powerful. And I'll, I'll, I'll explain to you. Hallelujah. Lord, have mercy that the people may hear. Then he showed Ezekiel even greater abomination. He said unto, unto him, Son of man, dig now into the wall. And when I had digged into the wall, behold a door. And he said unto me, go in. And behold the wicked abomination that, that, that they do there. So I went in and saw. I went in and saw. What Ezekiel saw horrified him. The walls of the room were filled with the paintings of every form of creeping things, abominable beasts, and all the idols of the house of Israel. What was facing these walls were the 70 elders of Israel swinging censers of incense. They were worshiping the Spirit behind the paintings. The Holy Spirit told Ezekiel, this is the, what is happening in the minds of the Israelites and the Lord heard it. In other words, you cannot entertain a thought and you think God doesn't hear. Are you with me? South Africa is broken, not because of this or that, but because things are not right in the Spirit. We have to put things right in the Spirit. How do we put things right in the Spirit? We humble ourselves. We call out to God. He heals the land. Come on, guys. Is there anybody that is with me? And as I saw these tongues, I saw many tongues running like that. And I saw the tongues going up into people's legs, little veins everywhere. 
And then I saw sicknesses happening in people's lives. I saw brokenness. I saw poverty. And I said, Lord, what is this that I see? The Lord said, it is the voice of accusation against my people. And then the Lord said to me yesterday afternoon, He said, this day you deal with it, son. This day you break every remnant. You break every tongue off, every tongue of accusation, because I'm going to lift it from my people. Come on, do you believe that today? May every form of disbelief not be found in you in this day. Believe the Lord your God, the Bible says, and you shall prosper. Believe His prophets and you will prosper. Then the Bible says, uh, listen to me carefully. I want to help you this morning. Um, Two final scriptures. Then He spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not to lose heart, saying, there was a certain, a certain city, a judge, who did not fear God, nor regard man. Nor now there was a widow in that city, and she came to Him saying, get justice for me from my adversary. The word adversary there, please note that. The word, word adversary is there, is the word antidikas. The word antidikas in the Greek means anti the rights you have as a child of God. Antidikas. And he would, he would not throw out. But afterward he said with himself, Though I do not fear God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her, lest she continually coming wears me out. Please note that. Please note this lady, she went the whole time to the judge. And the judge eventually said, Unless I answer this woman, she will not leave me alone. Jesus said, listen to Jesus' words just after that. Then the Lord says, Hear what the unjust judge said. And shall God not avenge? His own elect who cry out day and night to Him, though He bears long of them. I tell you, He will avenge them speedily. So what the Bible says is this, God wants to answer us, but it takes persistence. Pray continually. Prayer is in sacrifice and it's an altar that has to be in your life. Are you there? It is a place of commerce. The devil even understands this. That's why, for an example, let me just help you. That's why the devil, whenever you want to have greater power in the spiritual realm, what you do, you have to establish an altar. Once you've established an altar, you have to put a price on that. It's true what I'm saying. The higher, the more you want, the more power you want, because you have to understand authority belongs to men. It's been given to us. Power belongs to the spiritual realm. Both authority and power is in Jesus Christ. So he has both. Are you there? So in the spiritual realms, what you have to understand, even in the enemy's camp, the enemy understands this. He makes an he makes a, a altar for himself. Then what he, if you want more power in the, in the, on the dark side, what happens is this. You have to put more down. More sacrifice needs to happen. Come on, are you guys okay? It's true. That's why there will be no Sangoma, no traditional healer that doesn't have an altar. It's a place of commerce. Come on, where did the devil get that from? He's a copycat, he's not a creator. Where did, the, where did the devil get that from? Right through the whole Bible, there's altars. Then suddenly there comes an ultimate altar. It was the altar of the Lord Jesus Christ. And God Himself put His stake, took His Son, and He put His Son upon that altar. He paid a price that no man can ever pay. And with that price tag, He said, now I deal with sin, past, present, and future. Now I deal with sickness, disease, and poverty. Now I deal with every devil that can ever come. And by the blood of the Lamb, when that blood started to drip 
from that altar, hallelujah. Suddenly the Bible says the veil gets torn and God Himself lets Himself out of the Holy of Holies. Don't we understand that the Son has been placed on the altar? My God, how can we negotiate our lives if the Son was on the altar? How can we negotiate with the devil? There is nothing in me that agrees with Him. Come on, church. There has to be a ferociousness in our own hearts that say unto ourselves, I don't know about you, but I can feel the anger of God in this. There has to be somebody in you that says in your family, that says in your lifetime, up to here and here it ends because I'm going to serve the Lord my God. Listen, I have seen and I know what I'm talking about. I'm not just talking, I'm seeing what I'm talking about. The Bible says in Habakkuk 2.1, see and say, son. See and say. And, so, and we will deal with this devil because it has to lift from the people. There are leaders in the body of Christ that have been, been assassinated by their members because their members talk, 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 talk. It's true what I'm saying. Stop the talking. There are wives who are killing your husbands by your tongue. Stop it. They cannot be what you don't declare. Declare over them what you want to see. There are children here that are, that are broken because their parents reject them. Oh, how be it for woe unto us if we are with Satan on this. We are not the accusers. There's one accuser. His name is the devil. Come on church. Are you with me? And the Lord instructed me. That's why I'm passionate about this. The Lord instructed me, He said, tear down this altar. He says, break it over my people because I want to lift the lid of them. Now people here, you are not in business. You've been fighting all your life to get ahead in business. You're not in business and you're not doing well. It's because people are talking against you. They are robbing you before you can rise. We are all, when we hear about, listen, you have to understand that's why prayer is so powerful because prayer lifts the gates. It's a prayer of persistency. You pray. Only my vocal cord sounds like me. As you sit here, nobody sounds like you. Nobody has your iris. Your vocal cords and your iris just belongs to you. So if I start to pray, As I start to pray, suddenly the Father says, that's the Son, that's Jesus, that's, that's Gebat praying. And when I go to the Father, let me just help myself, I was talk there. As I pray, I say, Lord, Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit comes, Romans 8, verses 26. Howbeit we do not know what we need to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit prays with us, with utterings and with groanings that we do not understand. Now, him and I, we pray together. My mind is unfruitful, but my spirit is not. And as I pray, I worship Him. As I pray, I lift up the name of the Son. As I pray, and the Bible says, what happens in the spiritual realm, depending how long the gates are there and for how long they've stood in a place, but there will come a time where the gates have to lift. 
I pray you get what I'm saying. Help me, Jesus. You see, prayer is not connected to an altar. It's just wishful thinking. I said it before. I said it again. Your prayer has to be connected to an altar. You have to go through the cross to God. His Father God. It's not just Father. It's Father God. You enter the throne boldly because you need grace. You need mercy. But you must never forget that it's God. I never go to God as a pastor, as a prophet, or as anything like that. I don't use titles when it comes to God. I go to God. God, here is the one. Lord, here am I. Lord, you've chosen me. And here I am, your son. Here I am. The one that you called when I was young. Here I am, Lord. And then I bring to remembrance I said, Lord, you called me. My mom said it to me. You called me when I was in my mother's womb. You called me, Psalm 87. Here I am. Help me, Lord. I've learned to be a, to be of Him, not to request always things. God is not a slot machine. See, I'll close with this. If you can come to a place in your life, hey, you have to petition the Father. Say, when is prayer enough? Until you see it. If you have not seen it, you have time to pray still. But God will not do anything on the earth. Like Miles Monroe says it, prayer is the license for God to intervene. Unless a man prays, God will do nothing. Why? It, it's not that he cannot. He will not. Because he subjected himself to his word. It was his choice. You can be as spiritual as you want to be. God himself said it. He said, I subject myself to my word. Now I give you the earth. That's why, listen, God never, <laughs> I mean, end of these two thoughts. God never gives the ownership of the earth away. He gives the dominion away. How do I know? Because when, please listen. And that's why I know there's hope for South Africa. In Sodom and Gomorrah, God wants to wipe off a whole group of people. He wants to take all of them out. All of them out. Why? He is the one that can still dispossess people. He can move them. And then suddenly Abraham called, whoa, 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 God, there's, there's righteous people here. Then your Bible tells you about other stories where God opens up the earth. He swallows people. Come on, are you there? That God has not changed. Same God, hey guys. And so this morning I want to, this is where I want to go to. The Lord sent me here of a message. Matthew chapter 5, verse number 25, and I'll close with that. Come to terms quickly at the earliest opportunity with your opponent at law while you are with him on the way to court so that your opponent does not hand you over to the judge and the judge 
to the guard and you are thrown into prison. Then, as I said this, the Lord showed me on the scripture of Matthew 5.25 how people are sitting in prison cells, not physically, spiritually, because of these things. One, God showed me tongues of the spies, tongues of gossip, tongues of slander, tongues of accusation that had entered the heart of man. Then I saw how these tongues wrapped themselves around people. And even those sitting in the courts of accusations were polluted. Because if you just sit and you hear, and you think, oh, I can just hear. No, you have become a partaker of the accusation. If a brother and a sister talks, you say, excuse me, you are not the judge. He is. <laughs> Who do we think we are? We're not God. Are we there? We must never let our minds take us where the Spirit is not agreeing with us. Let me also say that while I'm here. You can have no thought that is not scripturally based and say that's God. Not one thought you can say is God if it's not backed up by this Bible. And so this morning, I want to deal with these things because I saw it in the Spirit. And the Lord said to me, I'm going to tear down these altars and there'll be no more. Come on, guys. Are you there? Are you with me? And so this morning, if that's you, if you are sitting here in this church, you're saying, that's me. I know. I know that there's tongues. There's tongues of accusation. There's tongues of, there's tongues of accusation. There's tongues of despise. There's tongues of slander. There's tongues of condemnation. As I said to you, I, I shared the vision again. I saw how these tongues went into the feet of people, wrapped themselves up in the DNA of people. The Lord said, I will destroy them. And my people will break off and they'll rise. They'll rise. They'll rise. And so if that's you this morning, I, I want us to stand. Because I want to pray for us. That this, we're going to pray in the Spirit, but we're going to break this stuff off. Come on, you know who you are. Holy Spirit can talk to you immediately. Look at this. I want to ask you something today we the spirit of deliverance is in the house and God wants to break this thing off you are you with me and I want to say to you today that as we as we make ourselves right before the Lord we do this through humility come on are you there the church is packed but it is okay the Lord wants to do an exchange today and I want to break this permanently. Is that okay? But we need to do two things today. I want us, and I know it's going to take a moment or so. But I want you just, there we are. I want you to take a step forward, left, right. What I actually want, I want as many people at the altar as possible. But yeah, let's do it. We have got time. I want, I want us to come out of our seats. I want us to come to the altar. I know this is, uh, you just need to move quickly now. Just make space. Because all of us must do this. Come on. And the rest, if that's not applicable to you, that's fine. But I want everybody to come to the altar quickly, quickly. You must move now. Move. 
the volunteers, just be, just look out for everybody's stuff. Come on, guys, just stand against the altar. Come, 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 come. Quickly, 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 quickly. Let's do this quickly, 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 quickly. Uh, just spread. You guys can just spread. It's fine. You can just spread. Just spread. Just spread as far as you can. Just spread. Just spread. Just spread. Just spread. Bora bakata to be under it. Just spread. Everybody will not be able to fit down this aisle. Just spread. Just spread. Church, I want you to lift your hands. I want everybody to lift your hands. Everybody online, I want you to lift your hands as well. There we are watching me from right now. I want us to go to the Lord our God. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, everybody lift your hands, please, as high as you can. Lift your hands, everybody. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Lift those hands. Now pray with me. Pray with me. Say with me. Let's just pray. 30 seconds in the Spirit. Come pray. Pray with me. Pray with me. Come on, guys. Now I want everybody, everybody, pray with me the following. Say, Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, I repent of every sin of my mouth spoken by listening and or sitting in the midst of those that scorn, I repent of all sins of my ancestors, any bloodline, family, on my father and on my mother's side that made agreements knowingly or unknowingly. I repent of all thoughts entertained and worship through which I exalted myself in my own eyes. Forgive me, O God, for the tongue of condemnation instead of the cloak of humility. I condemn, I condemn every evil tongue risen up against me. Father, right now, release angelic help to break down demonic altars demonic alliances in the name of jesus christ father god right now in the name of jesus christ uproot all forms of alignment of agreement of vows or sacrifices made in the name of Jesus Christ. Father God, in the name of Jesus, tear down every altar of witchcraft, sudden death, stagnation, late marriage, unfruitfulness, every evil thing that has risen up against me 
and my family spiritually or physically in the name of Jesus Christ right now catch fire 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 in Jesus name be burned up right now I release upon you the fire of the most high God be burned up in Jesus name Father God I put my faith in the altar of the blood of Jesus Christ which speaks on my behalf in the name of Jesus Christ and in this day I declare I am free I am free oh come on I am free yes now lift your hands Lift your hands, lift your hands, lift your hands. Father, I want to pray. Lord, right now, we release upon the people, Father, as you've showed me. Lord, I release upon the people that that is due unto them, that couldn't come through their families, that stops, that got stuck in a bloodline, Lord, that got stuck somewhere. Right now, Father, your word declares the blessing of God is up to a thousand generations. And so, Father, we speak right now that every single of these people will move to a new dimension in the name of Jesus Christ. Promises shall be released. Health shall be released. Finances shall be released. Business shall be released in the name of Jesus. Father, we humble ourselves. We call out to you in this day, in Jesus' name. Pray this last prayer with me. Say, Father, we humble ourselves before your throne. We thank you for your mercy and your kindness to us. Now pray with me for our country. Say, South Africa, we speak to you in this day, in the name of Jesus Christ. You will not be destroyed. You will not be destroyed. For we are more than one that are righteous unto God in the nation of South Africa. Father God, have mercy on South Africa. Forgive, Father, every sin that was committed against you. We repent on their behalf. Have mercy, O God, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. Amen and amen and amen. Amen and amen and amen. Amen and amen. Oh, you can just celebrate yourself. Celebrate the Lord. Celebrate the freedom. Just celebrate. You're welcome to return to your seats as, as possible. Here it comes. Can you sense in the spirit how the things are shifting? Blessed be the name of the Lord our God. I want you, there we, as you are returning to your seats, the rest of the people, will you stand for me? Everybody, come on. Oh, 
Blessed be the presence of the Lord that's in this place. Come church, stand. As you are returning to your seats, I want you to stand. Church, the God that is the God of Abram, Isaac, Jacob is your God. He doesn't change. I want you. I want. To, I want you to do two things. One. I want to ask you, and then I'm going to pray for you. On Wednesday evening, six o'clock. This Wednesday evening coming now, six o'clock. I want to ask all of you to come to pray. Come and pray with me. Will you come and pray? Six o'clock, we're going to do spiritual warfare. Six o'clock. I want you, even if it's inconvenient, I want you to come. Because the Lord has asked this from me and I want to ask you, tomorrow Tomorrow you can, um, I'll speak to you now about tomorrow. Tuesday you can have public holiday. But come Wednesday evening, six o'clock. Will you do so? And we can spend time. The Lord is doing things in the spirit realm. Um, and we have to do this by prayer. Amen. Secondly, I want to pray for all of you and we're going to agree together. Not one hair of your head will be touched. And I want to pray for you that in this day, I felt the Lord say that I must pray for you like that today, that tomorrow, Tuesday, you'll be fine because we will not tolerate the spirit of fear. We will not tolerate that devil. Are you there? So don't be afraid. God is with you. Um, just listen to the Holy Spirit. That's what you must do. Are you there? But I want you to lift your hands. You refuse that devil, that spirit of fear. You refuse it. I tell you, they will not come ill to you. You refuse that spirit. Father, thank you that I can pray over these precious people that I love with my whole life, Lord. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that your hand is upon them. I pray not one hair on their head shall be touched. In Jesus' name, these people are highly favored by God. Lord, these people, my people, your people, Lord, Lord, they are destined for greatness. Lord, I pray that in this week, they'll see the supernatural. In this week, they'll see the abundance. I pray that in this week, that the jobs will be aligned. Lord, I see, oh my Lord, Lord, I see the things that are flooding towards people that has been stagnant for long. May it come now, God. May it spring forth like a fire. May it jump out like a river. Like by it be like a fountain of living life. Lord, I speak over them that they will know and I declare over them that they are the head and not the tail. And in all their ways, they shall prosper for the Lord their God is with them in the name of Jesus Christ. Your houses will be protected. Your businesses shall be protected. Your children shall be protected. Everything that you carry and is with you and under your name shall be protected in the name of of Jesus Christ we pray father this is the word of the Lord that you prosper us and that you help us that you assist us by day and assist us by night for the Lord my God is with me and the victorious church says come on give Jesus Christ a massive shout of praise amen and amen and amen Amen. So I want to ask you again, come and join us. Come and join me Wednesday night. Is that okay? Empower. Will you join me Wednesday evening, six o'clock? Do we have a date? 
I'll come dressed up and smiling. You too. And then we deal with the devil together. Amen. Not by might, nor by power, but by the Spirit of the Lord. I love you and power. I'll see you Wednesday. Thank you, Pastor Eric.